Freaks. It's Friday, November 3rd, 2023. Coming up on the program today, six-year-olds can absorb a lot of information. And this is why they make the best brides. Plus, getting your hamburger and piss shake delivered, defecating on a church altar, and secretly getting off to being misgendered. All this was your voicemails. Daddy! Distorted View Daily proudly presents the continuing adventures of Fat Man. Hi, folks. Hi, yeah, folks. Fat Man here again. And today I want to show you something pretty funny, see? And my kit is actually so big that, uh, that it actually rubs, it actually rubs against the skin underneath it. And I actually have a rash underneath my tip, underneath my right kit here. I actually have a rash underneath my right tip. Uh, yeah, folks. From the skin underneath my tips, grown together, folks. I don't know if you can see it under there. I actually have a rash underneath my tip, folks, from the skin grown together. What do you think about that, folks? And um, I actually have a rash underneath my tip and the skin rubbing together, folks. Ah, yeah. Um, I hope you can see that rash from the skin rubbing together. Thank you for watching this production, folks. Goodbye. Until next time. By the way, I'm in next time. I'm retired. I'm retired, folks. But until next time. Goodbye. And that's pretty funny rash on the ticket, folks. Goodbye. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. Wait a minute. I just want to say, how dare you pour some sugar on me? L O L. Laugh it out loud. Full bloom AIDS. Yes, Jim Manson back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday program. Uh, Man, you freaks sure do like to submit stuff to me that you know is going to send me into a fit. I get what you're doing here. You're trying to rage bait me. I fall for it every time. But what you have to understand is I am not a well man. I have got a heart condition. Sending me this stuff is going to kill me. Listen, you little shits, my blood is going to be on your hands. I hope you know that. That being said, you know, thanks for submitting content. I appreciate it. I have to talk about this now. Uh, I don't know if we've ever featured the TikTok videos of Lily Tino, but uh, she is a trans woman, not one of those insufferable activist types. No, no, she's insufferable for other reasons. That's what really makes her interesting. A lot of her videos are just uh, her filming herself as she eats out at restaurants, getting upset over uh, one of two things. One, uh, servers misgendering her. They do that a lot, and you'll totally understand why once you hear her voice. Uh, Or two, she's being a cunt and constantly sending back food. So the clip that was sent to me actually uh, is a compilation of a bunch of times where people misgendered her, uh, mainly servers. Uh, they'll say like, excuse me, sir. Hi. I use she, her pronouns. I'm not sir. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, like it, it, it's like a knife in the heart. I also I did specifically ask ahead of time not to be called sir. Imagine you think you're that important. Like you call the restaurant beforehand. Just so you know, I'm coming in. I just bought a boat, and I would really like it if you all just called me Captain or Cap. 
it's, it's very important to me because, you know, I spent a lot of money on this boat. I don't even like the water. I really just bought the boat for the title. So, yeah, call me Captain. You'll know it's me when I walk into the restaurant because, you know, I'll be wearing the hat. And just to really drive the point home, when I enter the restaurant, I'll be uh, carrying my anchor with me. I'm hoping there's a place in the back of the restaurant you can hold that for me while I dine. The reason why it's so absurd to call the restaurant beforehand is, okay, you're going to get the hostess or maybe the bartender, like who's ever available to pick up the phone. Do you honestly think afterwards they're going to gather the entire staff real quick? Got to have a meeting. Just got a phone call. We've got a trans person planning to dine with us sometime this afternoon. She has requested that we use she, her pronouns. She didn't give her name or uh, an in-depth description of her appearance, nor did she make a reservation. She just said she was going to come in. So I don't know. Be on the lookout for broad-shouldered ladies. Linebackers with lipstick, I guess. I don't know. I mean, look, ultimately, it, it appeared the server was apologetic. He's like, oh, I'm sorry I called you, sir. I honestly think that's the most you can expect from someone. I mean, these servers, by the way, are very busy. Your issues are not their concern, honestly. They ask ahead of time not to be called sir. Yeah, I'm just going to go. Yep. My theory, and I haven't watched a full live stream of hers yet, is I think she complains just to complain and also to get free stuff or not have to pay her meal. Like when she said, oh, I'm just going to leave. I don't think she's paying her bill. Uh, here's another time she's uh, eating oysters, it looks like. Eat water starts at, okay. Not, I mean, not, I, I'm so sorry. I apologize. It's always like a knife. It always hurts every single time. I was wondering if there's... Could you at least try to talk in a feminine voice? Just up here like this. I was wondering if there's a manager I could talk to about something that happened. Yeah, I, I was called sir. Okay. It just really sucks every time it happens. Yeah, I, I, you know she's looking for a discount on her meal if she's calling over the manager. It's so gross. She's wearing these shirts that sh shows off her belly. I don't need to be called ma'am. I just need to not be called sir. You know? It's funny because a lot of trans people will uh, stitch her video in a reply. And uh, they've said some really interesting things like, as a trans woman, you have to earn the right to be called ma'am. That's not me saying it. That's another trans person. She's like, if they call you sir and they're not being, they're not trying to be mean. They're obviously just making a mistake. That's, it's on you. You ain't looking or acting enough like a lady. Thank you. I'm not sir. He apologizes and then calls her sir again. <laughs> not sir. Not sir. But the guy who dropped the, the, the food off, he called me sir twice in a row. Thank you, I appreciate that. Oh, before we play any more clips from Lily, here is a reply from a trans woman about these videos. I feel her, like, it doesn't feel good to be misgendered. However, when everyone, it seems like everyone's doing this, maybe it's not on them. Maybe you're just really bad at being a woman. Sometimes you have to be realistic. If most of the people are doing this, maybe that's just what that's just how it is that's just exactly preach sister all right i've got another clip here of lily uh she's talking to the manager this time surprisingly it's not about her being trans or being misgendered she's upset because people are talking too loud at the restaurant which is hilarious because that's kind of what this whole bitch does she you know she dines by herself at the restaurant props her phone up 
and talks to her live stream. Plus, it looks like she's eating outside, or maybe it's an atrium or something. I don't know. Okay, it's just they're they're, they're just being really loud. And I have earplugs, but they're just not they're not quite soft. Okay, I apologize. You might have a reservation over there. Okay. Okay. I will say one of the women at this other table is kind of annoying. She's the only one that I'm hearing talk, and she won't shut the fuck up. Like that is kind of annoying. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just get overstimulated. Yeah, she's like autistic, of course. She has stimulation issues. You heard at the beginning of the clip, she has earplugs in. It's like, this is not the type of person that should be eating out all the time. Sorry, the world just isn't made for you. She wants this entire other table to be moved rather than her just getting up and finding a more quiet spot in the restaurant. Um, I don't want I don't want to eat it just yet because if we can't move then we might have to figure an entirely different thing out cuz yeah, her food is coming. She's like, "I don't want it now. Not until we move these people and I can eat in peace on my live stream." I'm just too overstimulated here. <laughs> just uh I'll take this. Okay, thank you. <laughs> you know she's gonna complain about the food being too cold when she finally does eat. Anyways. Here's a clip of Lily going over her bill with the server. Uh, she's already asked to have one item removed and she just found something else she wants removed. Oh, could we, could we take the Budino off? I had sent that back to someone else. Oh, oh my goodness, I'm yeah. so sorry. I did not know that. Yes, oh. of course. No, it's I'll fine. I'll right off. And also, um, <laughs> I, I don't know about the cam. You, you can take it off if you want. There's definitely something that isn't chamomile in this chamomile tea. Maybe it's like licorice or something that was kind of like off-putting about it. Just so you know. Okay. Yeah. No. Let me let me come right back. Thank you I'll so much. Right back. Appreciate it. Just like the worst fucking restaurant patron. You know, she's complaining about everything. Calling the manager over because she's been misgendered. She's got her dog on her lap. Yeah, her dog eats with her at the restaurants. And I know, you know, it's probably a fucking support animal. But let's be honest, she doesn't need the fucking support animal. It's this little, tiny, shaky, gremlin-looking dog. That ain't soothing anybody. Like, it's one thing to have an emotional support animal with you, but do you need to be feeding the goddamn thing your food? Like, she'll take noodles that she's eating pick them up with her finger and then drop it in the dog's mouth. Like, it's just so gross for a restaurant, right? As much as, as she's driving me nuts, I am fascinated by her, right? I found a meal she sat down for at a restaurant where she sends back three, at least three, dishes. Hi. Um, I'm sorry. I really don't like this soup. You don't like it? Okay, no, no problem. I'll take it back. Thank you so Ready much. Ready for your steak? 100%. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. A few minutes later, she's presented with her steak and French fries. Immediately, the fries go back. Change the oil on the fries, okay. on the fry oil. And okay. the, for the, the oil's too old for her. Uh, understandable. Okay. Change the oil on the fries, okay. on the fry oil. And by the way, she later states that, you know, this wasn't a side of fries. This doesn't come with the steak. This is its own thing. So she sends back the fries. Oh, and this is uh, overdone and oversalted, and I am so sorry to be that person. Um, yeah. Even okay. though she's that person always. Okay, I'm just going to move on to dessert if that's okay. Thank you. All right. So I don't think she has to pay for anything right now. Everything She sent everything back. Soup, the basket of fries, the steak. All that's left is dessert. I mean, how can they fuck that up, right? She's eating it right in this clip. She gives a shrug like, meh. It's not great. That's a glowing review coming from Lily here. <laughs> it's fine. It's not very good. 
it's really not fair. <laughs> I feel so bad. I just think that this this place is off is off their game tonight. As some people have pointed out, it's like she just wants to taste the food. She has no intention of eating the entire thing. She can eat like half of it, send it back, get it taken off her bill. Another person, and again, I'm going by what other people say here because I'm, look, I'm just learning about this uh, person today. Haven't delved into her entire catalog, but someone says uh, she, you know, she'll just refuse to pay. If they don't take these items off, she even said uh, something super threatening at the end uh, of one of the videos. She said something along the lines of, if they don't take all this stuff off the bill, they'll have bigger things to worry about kind of insinuating that she'll say that the establishment was transphobic or something. Look, I I totally understand sending food back if it's, un, you know, inedible. I've done it before. I, I mean, I can count probably on one hand how many times I've sent food back. But it's kind of like, you know, the risk you take for eating out. You might not like how something is prepared. It might have a different texture than you're used to. Something might be a little drier or more moist th than you're accustomed to. It's just like, you know, it's not, you don't have to have the best meal of your entire life every time you go to a restaurant. That's not the expectation here. I mean, that's Lily's expectation. I better have a fucking orgasm eating this cheesesteak or it's going back. Well, there you go. That's Lily. Delicate like a flower. Thank you guys so much for letting me know about her existence. I hate you all. Uh, moving on. Speaking of insufferable cunts, we've got a crazy ex-girlfriend here at the gas station. Luckily, the man is safely behind the wheel of his car. Windows rolled up, doors locked. Hello, bro. What did I do? Hello. She really wants in, though. Or at least an explanation. Bro, what the fuck? You can get away from our car. I can't hear you. Thank you. I can't hear you. What did I do to you? I'm not opening the door. Do she can hear me perfectly I fine. I can hear you. She can hear me perfectly fine. I can hear you. Bro, please, can you come back? Can you please come back? I don't know why you left me. Uh-oh. Sounds like she's ramping up. Can you please come back? Uh, yeah, use it. Y'all see, see why. I'm getting taken away from me because of you. Because You're of me. You're making me go... Open the door before the police get called. You think the cops are going to help you with this little project? You think the police are going to make the guy open his door for you? Why are you doing this? What the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Now she's walking around the car, trying to open all the doors. You... Bro, what's wrong with you, bro? Maybe one of them Stop. isn't locked. What's wrong with you? What did I do? Hello? Being called bro by your girlfriend is not as endearing as she thinks it is. She also sounds really, like, manly. She sounds like a guy when she's screaming, What did I do? What did I do? Like, that's not attractive. What did I do? What did I do? What did I do? He's calling the police. Bro, what did I do? <laughs> My princess. What the fuck did I do to you? Can you come back? You really think that's a possibility? Maybe if I ask a different way. He's not interested. All right, there you go, crazy girlfriend. Moving on, I've caught a, a couple of real short religious clips. It seems like ever since Taylor Swift started showing up to football games, there's been an incredible interest in the music industry from Christians, specifically how satanic female artists are. The clip I have for you today is not about Taylor Swift, though. It's about uh, Cardi B. Cardi B's music activates demons? 
Don't take my word for it. Cardi B says it herself. Why aren't you all rebuking Cardi B? She said it herself. Her music conjures up demons. It's like, because we don't believe that shit. It's just something fun Cardi B is talking about. Listen. Tell me why I didn't want her to do this song, Shake It, or like any drill song, because it's like these songs are activating like these demons. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be that girl anymore. Christians hear the word demon and they're like, oh my God. Satan! These songs are demonic! But Cart, like, if you look up what she's talking about here, Cardi B uh, claimed that her new recording, Shake It, was activating demons, dot, 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 from her past. She, t- she talked about how she doesn't want to be, like, how she used to be, right? The old Cardi B. She doesn't want the old Cardi B coming back, back when she, you know, says that she wasn't such an, a nice person, a great person. She doesn't want to be that person anymore because she's a mother now. That's all that meant by demon, not literal demon. She wasn't conjuring up demons from hell to snatch the souls of all the young kids listening to her music. Be very careful what you listen to, but you should also know that Jesus defeated demons. If you promise to not listen to that kind of music anymore, type I promise in the comments and subscribe now if you love Jesus. Even Christians have to work that algorithm. All right, guys, come on, type I love Jesus in the comments. Really helps with my engagement stats. The other religious clip I have for you today is a Muslim woman on TikTok responding to a question. Now, I don't know a lot about this particular religion, but apparently the Prophet Muhammad married a six-year-old when he was 45 years old. Today, that would be seen as problematic. Hi, Galileo2333. Okay, not by everyone, but by most people. The question that this woman is responding to says, uh, explain how a man can marry four women together. And also the, you know, the six year old, that's rape, the whole thing. Now, I mean, the woman could, could very easily say like, look back in, you know, Bible times or Quran times or whatever. Back then, you know, it was common for adult men to marry little kids. I don't know if that's true or not, but it probably is. They were doing all sorts of wacky shit back then. Instead, she goes uh, way beyond that. Now, I will explain to you that the marriage between Aisha and the Prophet was the most beneficial marriage that he had had. And it was because Aisha, because of her young age, was able to absorb so much information from him. I hope there are some pedophiles listening to the podcast today. Take notes. This is good stuff. If you get caught, you know, fucking around with a little kid, just be like, hey, I am teaching her so much. Her mind is like a sponge at this age. She's absorbing everything I throw at her or shoot into her. You know, his personal things like how he was around his house, how merciful and blessed he was and how he did things in his home and also all of the different details of his life because of her young age, she was able to absorb them. And it couldn't possibly have been an abusive relationship because after his death, she went on for decades, continuing to teach and remind with his example is impossible for that to have been abusive. I'll guide you. Got to be honest, your examples here weren't that convincing. Not even really sure what that means. She was able to absorb all of the information about how he lives in his home, how he wants things done, I guess. For instance, light towels go on the top shelf of the bathroom closet, while fancier dark colored towels, you know, for when guests come over, go on the lower shelves. That's the type of information she was able to absorb so quickly on account of her very, 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 very 
very young age. Pretty sure a teenager or a person in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, even 60s might remember Mohammed's towel rules. Honestly, it all just sounds like an excuse. Well, of course I needed to marry a six-year-old. I mean, it's not because I'm some sort of sexual pervert, though. I don't I don't get off to the thought of banging kids. It's just I am very particular about things in my house, and only a child can learn to follow these rules. I like my bread toasted so it's uh, crunchy and has a little color around the edges, but still, the center is mostly white. My third wife, who is 25 years old, can't seem to grasp that concept. She hands me pieces of toast that are brown. The whole thing's brown. No white in the center at all. She leaves it in the toaster for too long. Can't work the knobs. Also, we use the Swiffer on the kitchen floor, but the Fuzzy Mop on the dining room floor. Guess who's constantly reminding his wives? (laughs) Oh, no, no, the Swiffer's not for the dining room. Put the Swiffer away. Uh, There's a reason why we keep the Swiffer in the kitchen closet because the Swiffer goes with the kitchen. It's very simple. You don't need to take the Swiffer out of the kitchen into the dining room. That should be your fucking clue that that's the wrong goddamn mop. And this is why I need a six-year-old bride, you see. Honestly, I think I'm starting to understand a little bit. Oh, I do have one more uh, crazy religious clip here. Uh, We've got some guys who were just hanging out in their car at the park. They had their windows up, doors closed. They were smoking weed. I believe that's called hot boxing, right? When the, the car fills up with smoke. They weren't bothering anyone. Well, they got a knock on their window from uh, a couple of people who said they were high as well. Unfortunately, those people were Christians and what they were high on was Jesus. These poor kids were just trying to have a good time and now they're stuck uh, praying with with the Christians. They're like, you know, can we pray for you? We just thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, Father God, for the plans that you have for them, the mercy and grace you have for them in abundance. We just thank you, Father God, that they're going to get way higher on you, Jesus, than they ever could on this lead, Lord. (laughs) So the guy's trying to teach these kids, like, you can get higher on Jesus than on weed. See how much fun I'm having? I'm high as a kite. (laughs) Yeah, I'm high on Christ. Lord. (laughs) Not convincing. And have so much more joy, Lord God. We just thank you, Father God, for the joy of the Lord is their strength, Lord God. And I love them, Father. You love them, Father. And we just ask you to reveal the complete truth to them, Lord. This goes on for another minute or so. I'll fast forward to the end. Anyone in their family that needs to be rescued out of anything bad going on with them, save them right now, Father, we ask. Thank you, God. Amen. 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 Stamp sealed and delivered with the blood of Jesus. Uh. And so then the, they just stay there. The, the Christians just sort of stand around in their car. One of them's in the car with them. There's another one standing outside of the car. And, and they're just sort of <laughs> awkwardly standing around, not saying anything. <laughs> See how we just prayed and we just got even that more, much more jacked? Yeah. Yeah, it's just like pot. Very similar. It's overwhelming. When you feel overwhelmed (laughs) (laughs) with that goodness. Yeah. You can't help. He just wants to keep talking. It's like they just want to get back to their weed. (laughs) 
with that goodness, you can't help but feel like. Hey, like I need to like interrupt. But can you guys like get out of our car, please? Yeah. Get what? Can you like get out of our car? Get the fuck out of here. We're we've entertained you and your bullshit enough. Oh yeah, no problem. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You guys have a nice day. All right. Be blessed, you guys. Yeah. God bless. Okay. You guys have a good day. Yeah. God, so fucking annoying. Can't even get high in peace anymore. Christians really do ruin everything. A couple other real short clips here. I guess this next one could be considered a religious clip. Thank you so much, Slapplebags, for submitting this video uh, over there in our Discord. It's a Linda Finkel Hall of Fame nominee where a woman appears to be performing at a nursing home. It might actually be a, a Jewish nursing home. And I'm hoping that the performer is Jewish as well because she's singing Jewy Girl. A Jewy girl in a Jewy world. It's all kosher. I'm the Jewish poster. You can feed me hummus. It'll be the funnest. But the beat me. How you please me. Come on, Jew boy. Let's eat schnitzel. Oi, 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 they. Come on, Shomo. I'm so hungry. Yala, yala. It's just so funny to like listen to her, but then watch the camera as it pans across the room of all these old people slumped over, barely awake, in their wheelchairs, some wearing yarmulkes. Most probably have never even heard the song that this is based on, Barbie Girl. I don't think a nursing home, Jewish or otherwise, is the target audience for your type of music. That's why I'm so proud to be featuring it here on DV. I mean, you guys appreciate this, right? Jew-based music has historically been a big hit here on DV. All right, uh, real quick, before we get into the news, one last clip. Uh, it's Mead Skelton back with his fit and lean strategy. On the Sideshow exclusive episode, we talked a bit about uh, Mead's latest stumble. He appears to be gaining weight again, even though he says he goes to the gym uh, for two hours at a time. We learned that uh, it all might have something to do with the fact that on Sunday he had four desserts in one day and then he gorged on Halloween candy. He actually confessed this in a post. Uh, that's what, one of the reasons why he didn't do an actual weigh-in this week, but he did take a picture of the scale. So I, I even question those numbers. But because of these events, Mead uh, has reformulated his plan. He's come up with a new strategy for weight loss. All right, so I've been accused by a lot of people of not being serious about my weight loss. Well, I want to put those accusations to rest. First of all, we don't need to accuse you of this. You, you admit to it. You admit to eating four desserts in one day. Someone who is serious about weight loss, like I can understand slipping up and having a dessert. <laughs> But really, there, if you think about it, there's really only three meals in a day that, that most people would even eat, right? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. He had a dessert for each of those meals and then a fourth. God knows what else he was eating as well, you know? Yes, sir, because I've started a new program, which I call Mead's Nutrisystem. <laughs> My own little Nutrisystem program, right? Remember that one time Mead got in trouble because he was pretending he was sponsored by some uh, sweet tea company? Let's contact Nutrisystem and get them to send a cease and desist to Mead. You can't call your system that, you idiot. Yeah, I'm calling my weight loss system Slim Fast. 
because the pounds are just going to be melting off me so quickly. Which I call Mead's Nutrisystem. <laughs> My own little Nutrisystem program, right? Well, we know how expensive Nutrisystem can be. You know, all those packaged meals or HelloFresh meal kits. I decided to do my own home version. Meat's acting like he invented meal prep here. <laughs> to make myself yeah. more responsible in eating. Now, I had a genius idea. I will make some meals before I eat them. Each meal that I prepped has about four to 600 calories based on my activity level. And I plan on eating seven of them every day. You know he's just going to get hungry at some point, look in the refrigerator and grab those meals he's already prepared. Well, I guess I could have an extra meal today. So each meal has a compartment for my vegetable, my carbohydrate, which is my vegetable, and my protein. I anticipate in the next week or maybe two, Mead will lose a couple pounds because he'll be excited about this new meal prep thing. And then that'll get old and we'll be right back to where we are now. Except it's going to get even worse because we got the holidays coming up, as I pointed out on the Sideshow exclusive episode. Like, this is like the worst time of year for me, right? Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. I mean, the man is set up for failure. My father likes cookies, but we buy too many cookies and then we, then I end up eating them all. Oh, yeah, he is fucked. He even mentions it at the end of his video. He says he does have a strategy for the holidays and he will be sharing it with us soon. Oh, I can't wait. And Christmas is harder, folks. You know why Christmas is harder? Because it's 12 days, not just one day, but 12 days of feasting and eating. And, and then you got the prequel to Christmas, which everybody's doing the Christmas parties. I predict after New Year's, that scale of his is going to read over 300 pounds. There's no way he comes out of the holidays unscathed. Anyway, there's a Mead Skeleton update for you. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy bizarre twist of the fucked up news. Right up. I want each and every one of you to sign up for the Sideshow DV's member site where every week I produce brand new exclusive shows just for paying freaks. Uh, this past week, we did Sideshow exclusive episodes yesterday and earlier in the week on Tuesday. And don't forget, uh, I announced, uh, what, a week or so ago that starting next year in 2024, we'll be doing three Sideshow exclusive episodes a week. So it's a great time to sign up. Membership's very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. There are three different ways to sign up for the Sideshow. One, you can go to superfreaksideshow.com. If you go that route, you'll get a personalized RSS feed that you can plug into your podcasting app. It works with most podcasting apps that play nice with premium feeds, you know, ones that require username and passwords like Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts. There's a bunch of options there. Uh, Spotify, if you listen to DB through Spotify, you can sign up for access right in that app. Same with Apple Podcasts. Just search for Distorted View. Just a few taps on your mobile phone. Bing, bang, boom. The exclusive episodes will appear right alongside the, the free episodes. So it's very simple. For more information on all the ways to sign up, go to distortedview.com and, of course, superfreaksideshow.com. One final way to help support the program, uh, we have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. And I believe we do have some patrons checking in today. We'll hear from those freaks in just a little bit. But first, oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm so 
enthused about the news. I'm so enthused about the news. I'm so enthused about the news. For time is what I could use to write more stories. I'm so enthused about the news. I'm so enthused about the news. I always like to hit those high notes at the end. I know the original version doesn't have that, but I'm such a good singer. You know, sometimes I like to show off. It's like Mariah Carey hitting those notes. Just just like her. You've got me feeling emotions. Is that Mariah Carey? That's as high as I can get. There, I got a little higher. Why do you listen to the show? The whole thing is a giant test of patience. All right, yes, uh, three very quick stories now. First up, this one comes from Utah. A Utah man said he ordered a milkshake through a food delivery app, but instead (laughs) he got a cup filled with urine. Urine guzzler. (laughs) That's Richard Simmons trying to say urine guzzler. It's kind of what this guy did. I don't think he guzzled the piss. I think the, the second he tasted something was funky donkey with the milkshake, he spit it out. Caleb Wood of Saratoga Springs said he ordered fries and a milkshake from Chick-fil-A through the Grubhub app earlier this week. Well, there's no way a Chick-fil-A employee would piss in that man's milkshake. They're all good Christians. The Grubhub delivery person, though, hmm. I'm thinking right there, that's your pisser. When I started eating my meal upon delivery, I put a straw in my cup that was delivered and took a sip. I soon discovered that the cup delivered to me from the Grubhub driver was a warm cup of urine, which wouldn't bother me so much, but I was looking forward to a cold drink. Something frosty and frothy. All right, hear me out. Maybe this Grubhub driver isn't completely evil. Here's, let me paint you a picture, a scenario. Grubhub driver goes to pick up this dude's Chick-fil-A, realizes he's hungry. I could go for a chicken sandwich, maybe one of those hot honey pimento numbers that they're advertising, and I'll get a soda pop or something. All right, so uh, uh, he gets something for himself as well. Then on the drive to this dude's house, the uh, Grubhub driver is like, "Uh, holy shit, I got to take a piss. But he realizes he's on the clock. There's a tip at stake here. So, you know, he takes his cup, you know, that he got with his sandwich and he pisses in it. And that's the cup that he accidentally gave the guy thinking it was the milkshake. It wasn't done maliciously. It was it was just a little mix up. Anyway, if I was the guy charged here because this is a crime, right, Uh, that would be my defense. All right. Uh, Quote, I soon discovered that the cup delivered to me from the Grubhub driver was a warm cup of urine. Wood captured the delivery on his home security camera. Wood said he called the driver back to his house and confronted him. That confrontation was also caught on video. Do you realize this is pee? Wood said to the driver while holding the tall styrofoam cup in his hand. According to Wood, the driver admitted to confusing... I knew it! It was all a misunderstanding. He admitted to confusing two styrofoam cups in his vehicle. Wood said the driver told him that he works long hours and doesn't take bathroom breaks, so he relieves himself in his car. Now, here's the problem with this. Half of this dude's entire job is going into restaurants, specifically like fast food joints, 
where they let anyone take a piss. You don't even have to buy anything, right? I mean, chances are he went through the drive-thru, but if you knew you had to pee, take, you know, pull it, stop for two seconds. You're, all, you're at the building. You're at a location with a restroom. You don't need to be pissing into styrofoam cups. Wood said that drinking the urine made him sick. When he reached out to Grubhub, Wood said that the Chicago-based company took four days to get back to him. Well, you know, they had to investigate. He said the company refunded part of his order, <laughs> just part, which was less than $30. They refunded like 18 the actual cost of the food. They didn't refund the delivery fee or the tip I gave. The local news contacted Grubhub, and the company said that what happened was unacceptable. We took immediate action with the driver and ended his contract with us, the company said. We're following up with the customer to apologize and are coaching the representative who was previously in touch with the customer. So hopefully this guy will get a little more than $18 out of this whole ordeal. <laughs> Drinking piss. Second story we have for you today. Moving on from piss, let's talk about shit. An Ohio judge has issued an arrest warrant for a woman accused of defecating on a church altar. You know, we always joke around about how we're all going to hell. I'm sorry, it's important to remember there are way worse people out there than us. I think we might be able to squeak on by and get up into heaven if there are people like this out there who are just walking into churches, basically shitting in the house of the Lord. Like, and they're doing it on purpose, like right on the altar. That's like the main part of the church where everyone looks totally done on purpose. Laura Minyard, 27, was due in court on Monday for a hearing in connection with her indictment for allegedly relieving herself inside the chapel at Cincinnati's Good Samaritan Hospital. I don't know where that's at, but now I kind of want to visit, take a little field trip, you know, for the show. Uh, when Minyard failed to appear for her October 30th court date, Judge Janiah Trotter Bratton ordered her arrest. Originally busted for desecration, a felony, Minyard was subsequently indicted for criminal damaging or endangering, which is a misdemeanor. Since her arrest earlier this year, Minyard has repeatedly violated terms of her supervised release. In addition to removing an electronic monitoring device, this chick is a badass. She has traveled outside the state, failed to abide by an approved schedule, and did not keep a monitoring unit charged leading a probation officer to report that her whereabouts are unknown. Now, I'm looking at her mugshot. She's not a very feminine lady. I mean, just by her actions, you could tell she's not a dainty flower as she squats and takes a big, fat, steaming dump on the altar of a church. But I bet you this all has something to do with her being a lesbian. She's certainly got that dyke attitude down. Though her bond has been revoked twice, Minyard has been allowed to remain free on her own recognizance. She just does whatever the hell she wants. She's a stud. Certainly got some big dick energy, that's for sure. Minyard, who has pled not guilty by reason of insanity, that's even more concerning that she's able to remain free and, you know, out on the streets. Like, yeah, I did it because I'm fucking loco, man. And there's nothing you can do about it. But she like cuts off her ankle monitor, flees the state. And the cops are just like, oh, well, there's nothing we can do about it. She's too cool for us to pursue. Anyway, Minyard, who has pled guilty by reason of insanity, was busted in May after she allegedly defecated on the altar and used a fabric runner on the altar to wipe herself. <laughs> <laughs> Cops charge that she also used a picture in the chapel and smeared feces on the table of the altar. 
Minyard's address is listed in court records as a home in Loveland, a Cincinnati suburb owned by her mom, a registered nurse. Other records show uh, her residing in an apartment about two miles from Good Samaritan. Minyard is currently licensed through Ohio's Casino Control Commission as a casino gaming employee. She's got to work like security, right? She's a bouncer for one of the casinos. That kind of makes sense. All right, final story we have for you today. This one comes from Iowa. A 25-year-old man arrested inside of a Target for indecent exposure maintains that he was not masturbating like everyone thought they saw him doing. Instead, he claims he was merely handling a sex toy. Real dick, fake dick. I don't think this is the great defense you think it is. You should have said something like, uh, well, I was just itching myself. I think I have crabs. Look, it's not a great defense, but it's better than the sex toy thing. Deshaun Brown was taken into custody on October 12th and subsequently released after posting a $3,000 bail. An arrest affidavit uh, contends Brown, 25, was captured on surveillance camera walking around the Target in downtown Iowa City while masturbating. The affidavit claims Brown was physically touching and stimulating his genitalia and pubic area for the purpose of sexual arousal. Contradicting the footage, Brown told officers that the object in his shorts was not his dick, but a dildo, which is still weird, right? Like, why are you stuffing a dildo in your pants to go to Target? You really think this is going to save you from jail time? Okay. The defendant, investigators stated, has prior incidents of the same behavior. In July, Brown was sentenced to two years probation for indecent exposure and placed on Iowa's sex offender registry. So last time you got arrested, it it was your dick. But this time you thought you were being smart and you decided to just uh, play with a dildo in your pants. That checks out. Again, uh, one question by police about this target, let's say adventure. Brown reportedly claimed to have uh, actually been engaged with a sex toy. But cops noted video evidence suggested the phallic object in his hands was indeed connected to his person. Charged with several misdemeanor indecent exposure counts. Brown was released from custody after posting the $3,000 bond. He's also facing a probation violation count related to his sentencing earlier this year. So there you go. That's what's happening in Iowa and your world today. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right. Love to hear from you freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show show at distortedview.com i'm all over social media at distorted view on twitter and instagram facebook.com slash distorted view show uh, like i said we do have a patron calling in today remember if you want to cut in line and get your calls played first uh just pledge five dollars over there at uh, patreon patreon.com slash distorted view Hey, Tim, I'm listening to, I think, your November 2nd show or something like that, and you were talking about how silly ashes were. You made the comment. Yeah, the fact that we collect, you know, when people are cremated, we get their ashes. Like, what, you know, what the fuck is that for? That they burn them down. In reality, you're, when you're cremated, you don't get the ashes of the person. That's a myth. What? You actually get their bones. You say bones? Well, bones are part of the person. I mean, I didn't think we were going to get their skin. I mean, at this point, like when you're presented with just a bunch of dirt from someone, does it really matter what part of their body it's from? Bone to me is just as good as lips. 
It's you know, it's it's a part of them, I guess. You actually get their bones. Their flesh and fat burns away almost completely. Yeah. And goes up the chimney. Which that smells great. Given is their bones that are left put them into a grinder and they grind them up and that is what you get back. Wait, wait a second. Now that is interesting. <laughs> I thought that the ashes would just be like but what's left of the bone. But you're telling me when the uh, when the when whatever is pulled out of the oven after it's been incinerated, the, the body, full bone is still there and then they have to put it in a, a bone grinder to grind up to to to, to pulverize. That well, is remain. Just uh, you should know when I play that uh, sound bite thing now. Here that's wild. I I didn't know that. I mean, I don't necessarily believe you. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look that up for myself. A lot of my listeners just flat out lie to me. <laughs> but uh, that's crazy. Huh. So it's August 11th, and you did a best of show today. And in the show, they're talking about how amazing boudets are and stuff. And in the voicemail section, and you said, "Oh, that would be a great gift. I just got that post office box." And then somebody bought you one, and you haven't even installed it. I really do think that's fucked up and rude. I mean, someone did spend their money on that. So I know. if you're not going to install it, why not give it away as you know part of a contest? Sounds like someone wants a bidet. Maybe. For the person who gets closest to Mead's dad's death date or something. Oh. I mean, it's fucking rude to get someone to buy you something and then not even install it. So you should at least give it away. I don't know why you wouldn't install it. I guess you just like being gross and dirty. I don't really get it. But A uh, real bidet advocate calling bidet in. It's fucking amazing. And if you're not going to install it, at least give it away because... It's rude. Little baby faggot did pay for it, and you're being a piece of shit. Well, there you go. She laid me the fuck out. Little baby faggot, I hope uh, you're not too upset with me. I mean, you've called in quite a bit over the years. I don't recall you being particularly salty. I think this woman is taking it way harder than you. But that being said, let me give you my heartfelt apology. If I uh, if I was being rude, I, I I do not have any intention of it, and I do I do plan on installing that bidet one day. We'll take it one day at a time, day by day. <laughs> Come on, no, it's good, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, so stupid. Right. One more call here. Yes, go right ahead. If applicable on this account, hey Tim, long time mooch off my girlfriend's account. I just wanted to get on in on the me dad death pool. Oh, I sure. Think that I mean, I got to make some money somehow. Um, I'm really thinking maybe late March, early April of 2024. He might make it to 2025, but I'm sticking with the same kind of time period. I really hope that Mead would have to do uh, my dad death video on April 1st because, yeah, I, I think it would go over really well for him. Speaking of life and death, um, I've been trying to get a lifetime account for my girlfriend. I've emailed you like three times. I've added you on a few social medias. And you have not gotten back to me. Yeah, I don't. I don't like money here. I'm a horrible business person. I think I since this person called into the voicemail line, I have since helped him with his lifetime account. So if I win the pool, I'm going to buy a lifetime account and hopefully uh, an email from you. <laughs> so yeah, if you could get back to me, 
That would be kind of cool. Also, rooting for this dude to croak in March. Maybe April. But you didn't give me an actual date. Yeah, end of, end of March, beginning of April. You can't give me a range like that. I think you did say April 1st. That, that number I did hear from you. So I'm going to put you down for April 1st. If you want something else uh, or a different different date, um, call back in. <laughs> and in a few months, I will update my spreadsheet, my ever-growing spreadsheet. So I'll put you down. What's your name? We'll put you down as Mooch. April 1st, 2024. All right, uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Want you guys to email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. They're going to get way higher on you, Jesus, than they ever could on this lead, Lord. Ha, 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 Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. I'll be back on Monday to do it all over again. Until then, bye. It's Friday, baby. Fuck. Yeah, it's the weekend, baby. Fuck. Yeah, Friday, baby. Fuck. Fuck. The weekend, baby. Fuck. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrob Media Group. Learn more at scrob.net.